హలో లిజనర్స్ వెల్కమ్ టు ఇతిహాస అండ్ ఇండియా హిస్టరీ పాడ్కాస్ట్ అండ్ యూఆర్ లిజనింగ్ టు ఎపిసోడ్ ఫిఫ్టీ త్రీ ఆఫ్ ది సీజన్ విజయనగర వీ హ్యాడ్ ఎండెడ్ ద లాస్ట్ ఎపిసోడ్ ఇట్ ఎ క్లిఫ్ హ్యాంగర్ ఎ క్రూషియల్ జంక్చర్ ఫర్ శ్రీకృష్ణదేవరాయ అండ్ హిస్ ఆర్మీ ద గ్రేట్ రాయాస్ బ్లిట్స్ క్రీగ్ టు కెమ్ డీప్ ఇన్ టు ద ఎనిమీ గజపతి టెరిటరీ ఓన్లీ ఫర్ ఇమ్ టు రియలైజ్ that he and his army were trapped and he had to get out of the situation real fast before the determined enemy caught him and his forces in a vulnerable position after all the vijayanagara army wasn't in a familiar territory and the oriya army would be the ones playing to their strengths on their home ground This reminds me of one of the greatest military commanders and generals of all times Napoleon Bonaparte His Russian military campaign had similar parallels to Sri Krishnadevaraya's lightning fast campaign into Gajapati kingdom It is similar in the sense that both of them went into their enemy territories real fast but they ended up in a situation that bogged them down and they were forced to extricate themselves out of the self-inflicted follies. The contemporary of Napoleon Bonaparte and the Russian commander Kutuzov had an interesting thing to say about this. Quote, You are afraid of falling back through Moscow, but I consider it the only way of saving the army. Napoleon is a torrent. which we are unable to stem moscow will be a sponge that will suck him dry unquote ultimately the russian army won the battle against the mighty napoleon it was one of his rare military defeats prior to the battle of waterloo russians had won with the help of their home territory that they obviously knew like the back of their hand the harsh winter that they had evolved to thrive in and finally by banking on the effect of attrition on the enemy forces whose supply lines were stretched thin along with their patience now that we fully understand the grave situation krishnadevaraya and his army are in let us switch to the perspective of his enemy prataparudra gajapati and see what was happening in his court After hearing the reports of Raya's rapid incursions into the core Gajapati territories and his back-to-back victories on the field the Gajapati ruler summoned his vassals the 16 Mahapatras and asked them if they heard about these reports the Gajapati ruler with great alarm pointed out that the Vijayanagara forces were only 4 leagues or 17 kilometers away from them and if it was advisable for them to leave the safety of the capital and ask them to give their suggestions let us look at how his vassals responded with the help of an excerpt from raivachakumu quote what we should do now is send word to the lords of three clans instructing them to amass a strong force along their frontier to make it impossible for the raya to retreat If we then march out and face him he'll be in a very hot situation indeed 
our territory extends all the way from kalahasti to jagannatham who but a fool would march into such a vast area he has truly jumped in over his head it is clear that he is directed in this campaign not by the sound advice of his ministers but rather by his own vain pride it is he who is in peril for surely the victory will be ours after all they attack far from their base of power while we stand firm on our own territory if we encourage our people and tell them that they must stand firm at all costs and drive off these attackers then the lord of karnataka samrajya will never be able to withstand us so tomorrow morning our lord give pan to the horsemen and troops and tell them to prepare themselves for the battle if you then take the royal insignia and retire to some high place with a good view all that will remain for you to do is to sit and enjoy the spectacle when the 16 of us appear on the battlefield the raya will turn and flee we will capture his treasury his elephants and horses and his highest ranking chiefs and we shall bring them to you in person unquote by the time the 16 mahapatras had finished swearing their oaths in the most bombastic manner the gajapati was clearly relieved and he presented his vassals with the seven most worthy gifts of gold necklaces pearl earrings shirts sashes musk and pan all in token of his affection after this the gajapati king makes an inspiring speech and moved by speech the vassals replied together saying quote lord jagannatha watches over everything as you shall see for yourself tomorrow morning we shall come at sunrise prepared for battle and you our lord must come prepared for victory unquote kamalana bhaiya the sthanapati or the ambassador of vijayanagara at the court of the gajapati had witnessed this scene from start to finish so he immediately set about writing a painful letter to inform the great raya of the enemy strategy sthanapati affixed his seal and entrusted the letter to a spy asking him to put his highly confidential letter directly into the hands of krishnadev raya himself when he was alone in his innermost quarters some time early in the morning before dawn the spy arrived at the king's camp and handed over the letter as krishnadev raya read the letter in silence he became deeply worried and his mind began racing quote the strategy totally foils our plans he thought in fact the whole campaign is quickly becoming a disaster damn this is what i get for making light of timarasu's advice unquote Timarasu here being Salva Timarasu his loyal chief minister the undefeated raya finally feels a sense of helplessness probably for the first time as an emperor and softly exclaims quote surely we are all doomed to die in this mess since the 16 patras never say one thing only to do another no they will certainly be able to do whatever they have promised we have fallen into the enemy's net 
and there is no way out for us now unquote krishnadev raya was so worried that he could not stand still so he began pacing back and forth when his troops saw their emperor in such an agitated state they began crowding together and whispering nervously among themselves disorder spread rapidly throughout the camp and many of the men began to feel terrified krishna raya tried to regain his composure by walking around the camp under the pretense of giving a lamplight audience to his men but still there were murmurs throughout the military camp quote as soon as the sun is up the gajapati force will fall on our camp unquote whispered one soldier to another quote if that's what happens there'll be no possible way for us to withstand the attack if only he would listen to timurasu even now there might still be a way to save us from this disaster unquote panic reigned throughout the camp among young and old and even among the cavalry when he realized the extent of their fear krishnaraya hurried off to salva timurasu's tent timurasu noticed the emperor approaching and to keep the people who were with him from realizing that the king was coming he pretended he was going out and told them to go back to their tents as soon as they were gone timurasu invited raya into a private chamber within his tent and asked him to sit down quote something must be terribly wrong for you to come in person and call on me like this unquote exclaimed timurasu quote would i not have come and reported to you if only you had summoned me unquote the raya said to this quote yes there is indeed something terribly wrong here read the secret letter that kamalana bhaiya has sent from the gajapati court unquote timurasu read the secret report and reminded raya how he had earlier fallen at his feet to offer his advice on not overstretching his campaign and how the raya had brushed aside his concerns and was adamant in marching forward deep into the gajapati territory timurasu gently admonished the raya by saying here we are and the gajapati is ready to pounce on us and you're all worked up well if you think this is anything just wait until you see what happens tonight now that will be something like the end of time itself finally the great raya shed all his ego and submitted himself to the wisdom of his prime minister salvatimarasu and literally begged him to find a solution to this difficult problem they were in His desperation can be nicely illustrated in this excerpt. Quote: As long as you are here, I know you won't let us get into trouble. Isn't that so? Yes, I admit it. The reason I am so worried and confused now is because I came here without listening to your advice. But what good can it do us now to discuss my faults? Just tell me a way to get out of this unfortunate mess. That's all I am asking. If they succeed in implementing the strategy that the 16 patras have devised then we will suffer much more than just physical hardship 
we will be thoroughly disgraced that would bring nothing but calamity and misfortune for my subjects i don't care what plan you devise just instruct me and i assure you that this time i will listen carefully and do exactly as you say isn't there some way that we can save the trouble and the money we have invested in this campaign so far unquote to this timarasu responded with a poem to convey his advice to the despondent raya who was at the mercy of his favorite minister's wisdom when even the meanest most implacable foe can be bought into friendship will there be anyone in all the worlds who cannot be swayed to your side it can turn an enemy into friend friend into servant and servant into a loyal son wondrous are the ways of the money from even the worst of perils it can lead a king to safety sowing dissension in the enemy's camp is the best strategy for a desperate king and it is at this critical moment that krishna devaraya as now fabled and celebrated minister salva timarasu plays a master stroke and a very risky gamble to save his beloved sovereign and emperor from a certain defeat timarasu had no time to waste he hurried to the palace tent and summoned all his trusted advisers ayyamarasu kondamarasu rayasam viramarasu avasaram lakshmipati and the other ministers came together with the nine treasurers of the royal accounting office and golla kumara swami the guardian of the treasury he ordered the gollas guarding the entrance to start rumors of top secret discussions happening in the king's camp timarasu also tells the palace tent guards to ask any representatives and officers from the gajapati camp to wait if they happen to come and to let them know in a subtle way about important meetings happening inside the cunning of timarasu is pretty evident here he wants these rumors to reach the gajapati camp and fool their perception he then begins dictating an official letter for his clerk to write down by saying that it was supposed to be addressed to the gajapati 16 patras or vassals writing out all their names in the proper order of their rank he also asks his clerk to compose the letter as if it was directly coming from the emperor krishna devaraya himself let us look at this fascinating letter composed by timarasu and get a glimpse of the stratagem he employs to get an upper hand over the enemy at the gates quote i have read the letters that you sent therein you have written as follows let's try to understand this opening line of the letter it's very clever actually here timarasu is referring to a non-existent letter that supposedly came from each of the 16 patras one might ask why not just forge the letters as if they did come from each of them to seem more real it would have been actually a bad idea because a forgery can be spotted easily by a trained eye and it's really too much effort to accurately forge writing styles and letterhead insignia of each of the patras so timarasu instead chose to respond to this one non-existent letter 
that spoke 16 voices in unison of course he knew no such letter existed but not the gajapati and his spies this knowledge of non existence can sometimes be as powerful as the knowledge of existence itself now let's continue with the letter quote therein you have written as follows we went to the gajapati earlier tonight and reassured him by saying from the very beginning you have said so many kind things to us shown us so much respect and circulated such flattering news about us to the various district forts with no other purpose than to honor us how shall we ever be able to forget these things even as we pass from this life on to the next unquote then the letter continues in the voices of 16 patras that is quote with pain and difficulty you can remove the blade of his sword that is planted in your flesh but try as you will you can never remove words once planted in your heart unquote this now is a clever piece of play of words by timarasu that was designed to exploit the gentle tension between a sovereign and his vassals but also that supposedly shows the silent grudge held by the 16 patras towards the gajapati for insults or rebukes of the past timarasu shows this grudge and a level of contempt with the help of sarcasm that's embedded into the praises of the gajapati that they are delivered with this timarasu strikes directly at one of the insecurities of the gajapati which had to do with his vassals let's continue with the letter quote now that his fears have been put to rest we are ready to carry on with our plan tomorrow morning as we march out to battle against your camp we will seize him and hand him over to you all we request in turn is that you give us the jewels and ornaments you wear we would like your silver butter lump necklace the parrot necklace made of the nine jewels your necklace of lapis lazuli a diamond studded gold chain your emerald bracelet a string of hormos pearls your sapphire crown your diamond studded belt your ruby necklace your pearl anklets your diamond armlets your great pearl and crusted broadsword your lion mask inlaid with the nine gems and your pearl ring if you send us these and the rest of your 16 royal ornaments coming to a value of 64 lakhs then you may be rest assured that we will carry out our part of the agreement in a way that is to your complete satisfaction unquote this is a fascinating part of the letter as there is such rich information about the royal ornaments worn by sri krishna devaraya at that time remember i told you in the beginning that this letter to the 16 patras was crafted by timarasu in a way that it makes it seem the emperor of vijayanagara himself was writing this to the co-conspirators on the other side timarasu is therefore making it seem like the gajapati vassals are fully on board with the plan to betray their king at an opportune moment in return for these extremely precious and rich royal ornaments worn by the vijayanagara emperor 
it certainly sounds like a believable trade between the conspirators the interesting part though is the complete list of the ornaments worn by krishna devaraya himself and the most fascinating item among them is the emperor's lion mask inlaid with nine gems this studded lion mask in my opinion is either a ceremonial ornament or maybe it was an utilitarian item that krishna raya wore on the battlefield as part of his full regalia maybe it protected his face like a helmet against sharp objects and shrapnel from the explosive artillery continuing on with the letter timbrasu writes code thus you had written i am accordingly sending you these 16 ornaments worth 64 lakhs exactly as you have requested take whatever ornaments you want and enjoy them i trust that you shall in turn honor my request and send the captive to me unquote in this excerpt it's clear that timarasu gives an illusion that krishna devaraya is sealing the deal with the 16 patras by agreeing to their demands in exchange for betraying prataparudra on the day of the battle and handing over him to the vijayanagara forces with this the letter is finished and timarasu's clerk affixes the names of each of the 16 patras on them then timarasu had 16 boxes made to hold the ornaments and gifts he summoned 16 officers and instructed them to go to where the 16 patras were kept as if they were going to present the boxes to them timarasu tells his 16 officers that if anyone was to stop them they shouldn't resist them and when taken to the enemy commander they to fully cooperate with him and let the enemy commander find out what they were doing and who they were visiting in the enemy camp meanwhile subuddhi the officer who had been sent by the gajapati to keep him updated of all that was happening learned that vijayanagara officers were secretly proceeding towards the gajapati's camps with 16 boxes and he hurried to write up a message about this to warn prataparudra and with this yet another cliffhanger we shall end this episode here and continue the story in the next in the next episode we shall see what subuddhi asked the gajapati ruler to do and the dramatic events that follow i sincerely hope the listeners enjoyed this episode if you did please hit the subscribe button and leave a rating and a review wherever it is that you're listening A huge thank you for taking the time to listen to the show. I hope to see you soon in the next episode. Till then, this is Narendra Vikram, your host and narrator signing off. Hope you have a great week ahead.